listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. What is up, everybody? Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. back with you again this week on the podcast Worship Wednesday. I have next to me the Queen Bee, Jenya Cherie. She's in the house. Just released a brand new album. That's right. Conquerors. That's what it's called. It's killer. Oh, I love it. What is amazing to me, you uh, you worked closely with um, one of the producers that with that works with David and Nicole Binion, mm-hmm. Josh Dufresne. Yes. And uh, he did a phenomenal job. He did an amazing I job. I mean, to mm-hmm. the arrangements he put together on that were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. How many of those songs did you write? All of them? Yes, yes. All five songs All were written by you. Uh-huh. Um, and my team. And the team, yeah. Yes. They're killer. I mean, really, really great. Um, and you just launched this. What was the, the launch date on this? I believe it was the 28th. Look at me. I'm forgetting what the date was. October 28th? Um, September 28th. September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was gone. Yeah. And uh, it charted mm-hmm. number seven yeah. on iTunes. On the first day. That's amazing. Yes, it was amazing. Because like literally with no, um, I mean, no, no like no label, label backing right. you, mm-hmm. nothing like that, just by... You know, grassroots marketing. Right. Number seven, it's huge. Yeah. Were you pumped? So pumped. When you saw that first happen, like mm-hmm. when you when you first saw the, uh, how did you first find out you were charting? I See, I don't know how to fig- figure out all that stuff. So yeah. people were texting me and telling me that I was on, on whatever list of, of the chart. And so um, that's how I found out. I was just getting text messages of people saying, you know where you are, you know where you are. What did you do when you first, when you heard the first person that sent you said you're on, you're charting on iTunes? I think I just smiled because it's just a little bit surreal. Yeah, it it's it's it blows That's my amazing. mind. Yeah, I mean, to, it blows my mind. Yeah. So I mean, think about that. Like that to me, that's what blew my mind. I was telling everybody, I was like, dude, she's, you know, that's in the nation. Mm-hmm. All music released that day. Right. That that that's what'll like that's send crazy. your head for a spin. Crazy. Yeah, for sure. So you were blessed. Most definitely. And the the album's phenomenal. If you guys haven't heard the album yet, it's called Conquerors. It's available. Pretty much anywhere digital music is sold, is that correct? So right. it's on iTunes, it's Spotify. on Google Play, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Is it on Apple Music yet? Yes. It's on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Can they get it on Napster? <laughs> <laughs> is it available on LimeWire? <laughs> Kazaa? That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I personally downloaded it for free from a trunk of my car.com. <laughs> there you go. I've uh, been selling bootlegs in the, in the parking lot for $3. Um, no, but you guys need to check this out. If you've yes. not yet gotten a copy of Conquerors by Jenya, and you can search Jenya, J-E-N-Y-A on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. Um, Conquerors is the name of the EP. It's an amazing album. And I, I really, uh, we need more anointed praise and worship. I, I, Amen. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. If you guys listened to last week's Worship Wednesday, you'll know <laughs> that not everything is literally fit to be sung by believers that believe the word of God. You know, you have to line your, uh, what you confess and what you sing up with what God's word says. And so that's why I'm thankful for Miss Jenny and her team killing it in the best way. I mean, it's really, really amazing. And then coming up in May, yeah, we've got Worship Summit. Oh boy. I hope you guys are excited about this. If I really do. You, if you guys weren't there last year, it was, I, mean, I was, I don't think people know the story about this, but what happened was, I felt to do this conference in November of last year, mm. but I felt to do it in January. So I had like literally less than two months to plan the conference. Mm. And so I did all the social media marketing. We did the ads. We created a mail out mm-hmm. for it. And then the post office held my mail out for like a month. Oh no. And it, Did you know? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it didn't get into homes until after the conference was over. Oh my God. So literally everyone that was there was just from social media marketing. Well, praise God. Yeah. But this year we have much, much longer to prepare. Mm-hmm. And um, once again, we have Miss Jenya that's going to be back with us teaching May 7th through the 10th of 2019. 18 free sessions. Come on. Plus, we're now offering two VIP sessions that are only $99. You get both sessions plus lunch and a behind-the-scenes Q&A, teachings with me and uh, Minister Jenya and and Minister Reese. Um, We're adding this year tracks for tech teams. Yes. Sound teams. Yes. Lighting teams. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you're just a believer, you want to go deeper in the subject of worship, this is for you. Definitely. 
What did you think about, like, what was some of the takeaways from last year at uh, Worship Summit? I think every single one of those classes left you feeling higher than what you started with. Yeah. Every single one of them were um, strengthening to the core, to yeah. the very core of who you are as a worshiper, as a as a child of God. Um, so there wasn't, uh, like, one where you said, oh, that was I. Yeah. Every single one of them were... It was exactly what what you need. It was nice to be able to bounce back between like spiritual sessions, right. where we're dealing with like scriptural mm-hmm. and spiritual things, mm-hmm. and practical sessions, right? Because a lot of times you you can get something that's really awesome, but you don't know what to do with it. Yeah, and so we had some really great practi- practical tips for everyone. I like that, um, you know, because there's some people, and both sides are true, really. You have some people that maybe they grew up where you're getting a lot of spiritual content all the time. Yes, and so you're good with the spirit. I mean, you're always in the presence of God, doing mm-hmm. all that, but you just don't know the basics of what to do next. Right. Then there's those people that like they grew up in real structured atmospheres and mm-hmm. churches. They have all that stuff down and right. they, they need the spiritual they refreshing the part of it. Yeah, yes. they need the Holy Ghost. That's right. It's <laughs> a, a good way to say yeah. it. Um, so yeah, we're pumped. We want you guys to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday through a Friday. Monday, or excuse me, Monday's a travel day. Tuesday through Friday, it's the 7th through the 10th of May. Um, All the information is on southeastworship.com. And uh, frequently asked questions. We even tell you uh, what hotels we recommend in the area, airports to fly into, all that stuff. And food. And food. Food's important, guys. We've got the food (laughs) list for you. This is a, South Florida's a place to eat. Absolutely. You're going to love it. And then Mm -hmm. Friday night of the conference, this is what actually made me think of it. We were talking about your album. Mm Mm-hmm. Friday night, Miss Jenny and I are recording a live album. I don't think they heard you. You got to say it again. A live album. Oh my goodness! Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be killer. Got the band flying in from all over the United States. Oh my goodness! We're gonna rock it, and uh, I'm very pumped about this. We're writing. Miss Jenny and I are getting together. We're writing music, mm-hmm. and it's just it's something I've I've wanted to do for a long time, and I know it's gonna be phenomenal. You guys are gonna get to be there for it. So the concert is going to be the recording. Very, very excited about it. Yes. So make your plans now, May 7th through the 10th, 2019. Mm-hmm. Get to South Florida, southeastworship.com. You will be blessed. And no doubt you'll go to another level in your worship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've gotten, I don't know if I even told you this. Mm-hmm. I got so many testimonies back already. Awesome. I've actually had pastors call me and awesome. say, my teams came back from the summit and they were like on fire. They were like on another level. Come on. So it launched people. I mean, yes. it literally, and that's what we're praying for. Yes. We, we're, we're launching the Lord actually spoke to me when I when I got this word, and it was it's time to raise up a new generation of praisers and worshipers mm-hmm. that will do it in spirit and in truth. Yes. And when he said that first to me, he began to quicken to my spirit that the meaning there mm-hmm. in spirit, meaning they've got to do it with an anointing. Okay. And in truth, what we sing and play has to be scripturally yes. accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that that's that's where we're headed. God can't inhabit something that's not His Word. That's good, right there. So we're pumped. Yes, we've got a forum to do it Ooh. right here at Abundant Life Church, Margate, Florida. That's You're not going right. to want to miss that today. However, we're jumping into something that's going to be killer. And both Jenny and I had the same experiences, but from different sides of the coin. She is a phenomenal singer, worshiper, but she doesn't play any instruments. I was not a phenomenal singer. I could not sing very well. In fact, I would actually, if you read my book on Hang Your Harp, I would actually, the devil used that against me for many years as like an insecurity to, to where I would even tell people, no, I'm a keyboard player that sings. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not. so it like was something that held me back for a long time until I got the breakthrough on that. But I was somebody that was a musician that had a hard time with singing, hearing harmony parts, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so today we're dealing with five practical tips to boldly lead others where you've never been. I'm going to say that again because it sounds like a mouthful, but we're going to explain it in a second. Five practical tips to boldly lead others where you've never been. Now, in Worship Summit, Miss Jen, you brought this up and I didn't even think of it. In Worship Summit, we told people you can't lead some somebody somewhere you've never been. Right, right. And what we were really talking about was if you've never been in the presence of God personally, right. you're not going to be able to lead someone else into the presence of God. Right. And it ends up being you're a tourist and not a tour guide. There it is. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've been in those services and you've seen that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Where people, there's like no unction on the worship. Right. It's like they threw all their worship out until Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Right, right. <laughs> Because right. there's a big difference between just singing a song and actually worshiping the Lord. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's that's 
kind of where we're at, but mm-hmm. that's not what we're talking about today. Right. When you hear us say, boldly leading others where you've never been, we're taking it from the context of she became the music director of this church. And so her responsibility now is to not just lead the singers, but everybody falls under that category where she's the she's the leader responsible to Bishop and Pastor Kathy. And that means the band, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's under that umbrella of worship department. Right. So how do you lead um, musicians if you're not a musician, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those of you listening to the podcast are like, man, I'm in that situation. Like I'm the singer of my church, but I'm the praise and worship leader, but I don't play anything. And so I'm required to like lead my musicians as well as my singers. And I feel like I'm ill prepared to do that. Right. Uh, on my side, which we'll talk about as well, I didn't have the skills that, you know, Miss Jenny does. So like I was shaky at best in my singing ability and then had to come in and try to lead choirs and frontline singers and teach harmony parts. And I, you know, and it's a, you know, you come in like half embarrassed, like I don't even mm-hmm. know them. You know, it's right, like right. I'm having a hard time hearing them myself. Mm-hmm. So we're going to deal with that today. Five practical tips to boldly lead others where you've never been. And we're building, literally, we're building skills in others that we don't have. Right. Yeah. You know, how do you do that as a worship leader? So five things we want to share with you today. And I'm going to let Miss Jenny start by sharing. We're talking about number one is developing your ear as much as possible. Number one, develop your ear as much as possible. And when you got started, what what were some of the ways that you started, you jumped right in and started like what you were able to hear musically? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. When I first started, I'll take you to when I first started singing. Um, as a kid, I always wanted to have great harmony. And so um, I practiced Mm-hmm. Every chance that I could, any tune that I heard, I would try to find the harmony, whether it was, well, I started first with um, the third above. I would always harmonize yep. right above it. Mm-hmm. And then um, as I started to develop that um, and it became really, really easy, then I would drop down and do the third below just to see if I could you know, catch this harmony. So I could maybe get a couple of the notes done, but then after a while, I really was able to do the whole phrase, the whole uh, melodic line, if you will in a harmony um, all the way through. And so it was practice after practice. Every time I heard something, whether I was in the car or watching a TV show Mm -hmm. and I heard a a commercial, I practiced. So with the jingles on the commercials, you would harmonize every time, every time. I probably still do it now. Yeah. (laughs) Because it becomes a habit. Yes. Yes. And keeps you sharp. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. you would use commercials, but Mm -hmm. you'd also use, um, you're saying singing with the radio? Uh, Yeah. So just finding somebody that was doing a line, you'd just sing along with it yes. and hit the harmony parts as often as possible. Yes. That's actually a very, very... I, I find myself... I've, I don't know that I ever did it with commercials. Um, I started to do it with songs, whether it be on CD or or uh, or radio back then. And then I found myself a lot in church. If mm-hmm. And there was a long time I, I w- there was never a service. I was just sitting out on the front row. But when I was in church services, even traveling, I would listen to the praise and worship leaders they were leading from the front row and try to sing harmony to what they were singing. Yeah, I actually yeah. did that with Jenny last night. Mm-hmm. She was leading and I was shouting out wrong harmony notes. <laughs> no, from the front it was row. right. No. <laughs> um, but that's, that's a phenomenal way mm-hmm. um, because once again, uh, it costs you nothing. Right, you that's know, right. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. You can do it from anywhere. And it will, you know, the, the more times you repeat something, the better and better you're going to get working right. at that gift. Yes. Um, we were kind of talking before we started the podcast today on what are some of the easiest genres of music to do this with? And, um, you know, you might be able to, if you listen to like black gospel choirs, you might start hearing all those different harmony parts being sung at the same time. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to test yourself, I think it's good to find a genre of music that that has just a clear lead line. Yes. And then try to sing above it or mm-hmm. sing below it. Right. You know, obviously, if, if there's a guy singing and you're a girl, you're probably going to end singing above it. Mm-hmm. Um, and vice versa. If there's a girl leading, a guy's going to sing a third below her. Right. But we were coming across, I mean, country music's pretty mm-hmm. pretty easy to do that. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things that's it's funny, but I found punk rock. Punk rock. That's I know an you interesting don't... one. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have <laughs> I know to you listen probably to don't listen to a lot of punk rock. Not so much, no. I don't necessarily either. I used to. <laughs> I used to listen to a ton of it. Um, but the, the reason is if you listen to punk rock, um, there's that clear and, and by the, and the other thing about punk rock too, a lot of times is that their chord progressions are really simple, right? It's okay. usually one, four, five, mm-hmm. um, with a, with a minor six or usually a minor six in there somewhere, but 
their their lead lines, their their harmonies are usually just real. Or the harmonies to their lines are usually really easy okay. because their melodies are so simple. Okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I would do is like I would I actually that's the first first way I started practicing harmonies was listening to punk rock. Um, even like I remember back when I was like a teenager, Christian punk rock was huge. Uh-huh. MXPX. Five Iron Frenzy, which was kind of like ska mixed with punk rock. Mm-hmm. But even groups like Paramore and things like that, their lines are so easy, okay. but you can jump above or below them and and really work your ability. Yeah, work your ear. You know? That's good. You still find yourself doing it? Yeah. With with stuff like still. you get a new album or whatever, you're like singing mm-hmm. the harmonies to it? I do. I think it's good to just continue to do something like that. Like, you haven't arrived. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> you know Trust me, saying? I have not. No, I, you, you no, know. No, I know you're we, saying me personally. Rebuke received. <laughs> We all just got to continue to be awesome. Yeah. And 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 push. So, yeah, I still do it. For yeah, sure. I, no, I do too. <laughs> I do too. And I think it's I would encourage you guys very strongly if you're not doing that uh to to begin to do it. Um now we're going to get into the other side of that too because you know, you as a singer, mm-hmm. see, I had to do that a lot more because you're a better singer, so you had the maybe you had a handle on harmonies. Mm-hmm. earlier on whereas i was i really really struggled like i really really struggled and it was almost embarrassing to come up as a musician and you're like man so my, my team would be like so what's what's the harmony what's my part what's my part what's my yeah. part it's like uh let me get back to the keyboard and bang it out on the uh-huh, keys and uh-huh. see if i can find your part um because the other thing is both of us talked about the fact that we don't have any music formal music training no right none at all right? actually uh-huh and uh, I read that you had started out banging trash cans, metal metal trash cans. <laughs> yeah, I was killing the trash cans. Lids yeah, together. absolutely. Um, no, the I've got no formal training. You've got no formal training. So right. everything we've got is by the Holy Spirit. That's right. And by studying to show ourselves approved. Yes. Literally, that's it. Truth. I couldn't read music. Mm-hmm. As far as like, I couldn't take a piece of sheet music. Me either. And put it on the thing and say, mm-hmm. oh, I know what all those are. I had to actually learn to... What, you know, look at a staff mm-hmm. and say, okay, what does each line in the staff represent mm-hmm. letter wise, uh, number, excuse me, um, note wise. Yeah. And then when I would buy those books, you know, you could, back then you would buy the books. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. if Israel Houghton put a new album out, right, they put the right. music songbook with yes, it. Yes. Yes. I'd buy the books, mm-hmm. not just learn the chord. Then I'd have to sit there and be like, okay, let me look at the harmony parts and memorize them by what I would actually do is sit in my, if you're a musician listening to this and you need to get it. Mm-hmm. I'd have to sit in my room and actually bang out the 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 notes on the piano of each harmony and then try to memorize oh them. Oh my goodness. And then bring them back to the team right. and be like, here's the here's the harmony. So basically it, that did help me too because I was having to learn learn all three harmonies to one song. Yeah. Yeah. Which definitely stretched me. For sure. But like that's an embarrassing feeling when you get in there and they're like, definitely. What's my part? And you're like, um Yes. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. What are have you had those kinds of experiences when it's like well, what about you even writing music? Like, because you don't play anything, but right. you wrote all those songs. So right. how do you translate that to the team and say like, no, you're playing the wrong chord? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Um, uh, I, okay, aside from the stuff that was original, mm-hmm. um, when I would have some stuff that the the band was going to, we were going to do a, a set and we're practicing. Well, shucks, if, if something didn't sound right, I think we, we know it. You know what I mean? Right. That something didn't but, like, sound right. But. How do you... So, okay, so you're saying mm-hmm. you know it's a pre-done song. Yeah, It's a yeah. pre-done worship song mm-hmm. that you're learning with the right, team. And right, And so you're going to know if somebody hits a sour right. chord. Mm-hmm. That that comes down to, to it, too, as far as developing your ear. Because ear, right. having not played anything, exactly, being mm-hmm. able to hear if it's wrong. Right. You think that's something that can be trained? Oh, most definitely. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, because I'm now my... Everybody knows now that I had no musical training mm-hmm. and I don't know how to play an instrument. Yep. But I can't tell you how many times I... Uh, caught a wrong note. Um, it's something you, you just, as you're developing your harmonies and stuff like that, if mm-hmm. there's a, a chord that's not quite right, mm-hmm. you'll know it. Or like as your group is singing their harmony part, mm-hmm. yes. if the keyboard player plays a chord that is, uh, what's the best way? It, it, it contradicts the harmonies mm-hmm. you're singing. Mm-hmm. Or it, it clashes with it, yes. you'll pick that up. Absolutely. It's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. You've got the wrong chord there because yes. my harmonies don't Right, you know. Yes. So that is true. I mean, it's not. It's not easy. Yeah. What What did you um, just as an interesting side note? Mm-hmm. What was the process of of um, getting this across? Since that you don't know chords, you don't play instruments. 
Did you write them with the band there? Yes. So okay. um, Octavius Moore, shout who's, out. Who's wonderful. Shout what, out. What a wonderful man. <laughs> and Renee Manchoy. Yes. Yes. The Trinidadian tribute. That's fantastic. The Trinidadian treat. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, they both uh, had some ideas with mm-hmm. writing before they even uh, came to me. Mm-hmm. So as they they already had some type of a sound that kind of sort of they were going with, and um, we added some extra words in there. And But let me tell you something. When we got to Josh Dufresne, mm-hmm. that's when it all came together. Sure. And Every, he was arranging like oh, a beast. He's a, he is, shout out to Josh Dufresne. Yeah. It, I'm not even amazing. sure that he's a person. I think he may just be an angel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah. Yes, straight from uh, God's side. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's incredible. Does a great job. Yes. Uh, so when we uh, came to him, it was like we sang it, mm-hmm. and um, and that's kind of sort of how how it would be. I'd listen to you know see how the words would come out and and maybe hum out a little something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically how it how it happened. We just would sing it. How so we while heard you it. were singing it with the team, yeah. Octavius would follow you on the keyboard. Yes, but he so you, he you, too had already uh, had an idea because we were together. Oh, okay. Yes, when we so, did. So, but does he sing? Mm, I think he secretly can, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, like, so if 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 that's the case, because that's that's interesting to work together with a musician. Say, okay, here's the song the Lord gave me. Mm-hmm. This is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Then he's just got to find the chords. Right. But it wasn't like that for this round. No. Mm-mm. No. Because you wrote it together at right. the same time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Let's move on. Number two. So number one, developing your ear as much as possible. Number two, yes. this is huge. Leading from humility. Mm-hmm. If you're going to boldly lead others where you've never been, and they know you've never been there. Right. Like your band knows you don't play instruments. Correct. My choir knew mm-hmm. that I couldn't hear harmony parts. I mean, they knew. <laughs> if you're listening to this, former choir members... I'm sorry. No, if you're listening to this, then some of them do listen to the podcast. Um, you guys could write in, put it on your Instagram story, hashtag Ted didn't know. <laughs> and, and it's true. I, I was I didn't know everything, and I, there was a lot of things I did not know. But number two is huge. If you number well, this is number two by the way. If you lead with humility, yes, leading with humility is massive. Yeah, because number one, if they already know you don't know. Mm-hmm but they know you have the responsibility of being the leader. Right. So if something goes wrong, they're not getting blamed. You're the one that was in charge. Yep. And the pastor's going to ask you, what's going on? That's right. Why is there a problem? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very much like the military, you know? Um, so, you know, in the military, it's delegated authority. Mm-hmm. So if if there's a sergeant who's, who speaks, who, who, who has like, you know, 25 men under him, and and if the, if his commanding officer calls him up and says, "Hey, the mission," you, the sergeant can't say, "Well, my men," you know, right. say, "No, right. no, you're in charge. That's right. You failed." That's right. So it's the same in the kingdom. It's it's you know we have a team that we're responsible for, mm-hmm. and you know if things go wrong, it's because we didn't properly lead them. Right. So um, I think when they know you don't know, mm-hmm. and they know you are humble about it, right. It builds trust yes. in your team. Yes. That he's not gonna just come in here, she's not gonna just come in here and bulldoze me mm-hmm. and and try to, you know, represent that she does know right. when she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they will rely on me. They'll ask me, What do you think about this? Right. Does this sound right to you? Right. It builds humility and trust. I mean, pride, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen pride destroy teams. Yeah. It's a killer. Oh my goodness. Have you had any no, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. We haven't had much, well, especially with me being um, in this leadership role for about four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm about to finish my fourth year, right? Mm-hmm. This December. Wow. I haven't had any of those moments. Thank you, Jesus. Because a lot of people said you'd never last past two. <laughs> I heard that. You I read heard that, that on Wikipedia. Yeah, let me know who it is. Yeah, so, I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> it's one of those frontline singers uh-huh. not mentioning their name out loud. Miss Lisa. <laughs> But she no. of all people no. would never. <laughs> no, she, she's the sweetest. Um, we hope Miss Lisa's listening. I'm sure um, she will. <laughs> but no, for sure, humility makes all the difference in the world. Yes. It is. It is the. Um, I think it, it's literally like the grease that makes the whole machine work yeah. together. Mm-hmm. If it's not there, I mean, the Bible's clear about it. Pride goes before destruction. Yes. A haughty spirit before a fall. Mm-hmm. If you're ready for your team to be destroyed, just allow pride to creep yeah, in. Go for it. And let me tell you. That happens with a ton of churches. Mm. People leave the team mad. I don't yeah. know why you gave my solo to her. Sure, or, uh, sure. Give me a break. Yeah. It's a kingdom effort. It's not a spotlight opportunity. Right. You know, um, 
So what are some of the ways? I mean, like even starting out, because mm-hmm. did you take it over from Pastor Kathy or from Tiffany? From Tiffany. Tiffany. Yes. So Tiffany was moving to Texas, Texas. Mm-hmm. and and they called you in and they felt you were the one to take over. Right. What are some of the things that you did even from the start? Because one of the things we both know is when you're taking over something new, you can't just come in and make a hundred changes right off right. the bat. They That's tell you correct. to ease into it, mm-hmm. you know, d- you know, be be mindful of what's been going on. Right. What are some of the things you did from the beginning to try to instill humility into the team? Okay, so because our uh, our music department, we meet on Tuesdays, and everybody meets on Tuesday. So we've got band meeting in a separate room, we have choir meeting in a separate room, and we have worship leaders meeting in a separate room. Um, well, that's now. Before um, I made that shift, all of the singers met at one time, and that was worship leaders, the front line, um, and choir. And um, we met all together and practiced, and then we met with the band. So I did make one slight change. Um, I would have the, I still have the frontline worshipers meeting um, with me for an hour before we go to the choir. Um, that's just easier that way to make sure, to ensure that our harmonies are tight. Mm-hmm. We're in a smaller room, um, and we work it out. There is no uh, play play moments in there. Yeah. I mean, aside from from that's our family, so we bug out, but um, we're in there to work, mm-hmm. and so we go through every harmony, um, funky ones and easy ones, and um, we bring it back to the choir when we're all finished and we feel tight. Then we go to the choir and we make sure that the choir's tight. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the band. So um, the band is awesome because they they work out all their stuff, all of their kinks, just like we're working out all of our kinks. That way when we get together, it's such a smooth, smooth rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before uh, getting to this four-year mark, I spent a, a certain amount of time with the band myself. Even though I couldn't play, mm-hmm. I met with, I had Miss Lisa, our choir director, she was meeting with the singers first. And then um, I was meeting with the band and I was just taking the reins, you know, going through each and every song with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I listened and I got ready. Well, that was the thing is I had to get ready beforehand. So I listened to music over and over and over again to make sure that I had it. And then um, I stuck, stuck with the band for a while until Octavius, once again, shout out to him. He came to me and said, hey, um, I think we got it. We don't, we don't necessarily need you to come at the beginning anymore. I said, you sure? Are you sure? And um, I left it to him, and then I went over to the choir, and I spent a significant, and I mean months, mm-hmm. with the choir, ensuring that Miss Lisa was tight and everything was cool there, and um, that was another few months. And then I pulled um, the choir, I'm sorry, the worship team out of the choir, asked them to come earlier, so it was a huge sacrifice. And this is your frontline singers? My frontline mm-hmm. singers. Huge sacrifice, because now they've got to come earlier than mm-hmm. normal, And uh, but thank God for them, because they've been so faithful and so committed um, they all come earlier, and now that's not the time that they're learning the song. They should be learning the song before they even get to me. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really good about sending out our music sets weeks in advance so that they can practice, get it all together. Um, when we come together, it's just making sure that we're tight. Mm-hmm. So right now, we have such a wonderful system right now, mm-hmm. um, meeting with the worship leaders first, going with the choir, and then coming together with the band. It's fantastic. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, do you use certain people who have certain gifts to spark in others? For example, do you have you ever intimidated people into worship by using Josh on the front line? <laughs> and saying, if you don't worship, Rah. Josh is coming to get you. And Josh, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Shout out. Josh, one time, almost broke me in half. <laughs> He came down off the platform. I don't think I was fully worshiping. Grabbed me in a bear hug. Oh. My spine was severed. Uh-huh. The Lord healed me in that Just moment. Just in that moment. In the moment I came back. Mm-hmm. But at, I felt loved. Yes. Because that's what he does. He's excited about Makes Jesus. Makes you feel loved. Yes. And uh, so thank you for the time in rehab I spent, Josh. God bless you. <laughs> um, so humility. I mean, I love how you said you met early. I had to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think humility says I don't have all the answers. Right. And so I need to... Rely on my team. Yeah. I did that, especially at the beginning. So like you, we met separately. Mm-hmm. You know, I would spend an hour with the band and then I'd spend an hour with the singers mm-hmm. so that people's time wasn't wasted. Yeah. You know? That's right. Um, you don't want to waste your team's time. That's one thing that'll take people off quickly. Most like definitely. they could be home with their family after working, yep. but you kept them there for two hours when they only needed to be there for one. That's right. Um, so humility understands people's time is valuable as well. Mm-hmm. But when I was working with the band, we worked on band stuff. And then I would come early. I would have 
um, maybe I would end with the band early, like maybe 45 minutes with the band. Mm-hmm. And then I would tell one of my key singers, whoever it would be at the time, come 15 minutes early before choir. There you go. Can you run these parts with me yeah. to make sure? And what I ended up doing, and I have trust in the teams, you know, I believed in my teams. Mm-hmm. So for example, I would take one person out of my front line mm-hmm. that was a great singer and say, and let the whole rest of them know mm-hmm. she's in charge of harmony parts because yeah. she can hear them much better than I can. Yes. So she's going to teach you your harmonies, you know? Yeah. So she's still working in tandem with me and under what the pastor asked me to do. But because she's got a, a, a more of a developed gift in that area than I do, mm-hmm. I rely on it. I don't have the sure. pride to be like, no, it needs to be me. Right. They need to hear this coming from me. No, no way. Like she's got the gift developed further than I do. Right. Listen to what she says. Mm-hmm. I'm backing her. You know, mm-hmm. I'll play the keyboard part behind you. You yep. listen to how she's leading you. And humility does that. And humility depends on the others around you and doesn't have the, it's only, you got to hear what I have to say. Right. And that's massive. If you've got people, let me just encourage anybody that's listening. If you have people in your um, team that are exhibiting pride, you need to pull them aside. Um, As the Bible says, if you have something against your brother, sister, go to them privately. If they don't receive you, go back with a witness. And then if not, then you're to you know, pretty much excommunicate them. At that point, God bless you. <laughs> Find another place to worship. No, I mean, you get to get the pastor involved at that point. Right. Like the, if you've got insubordination because people are full of pride, right. it will destroy. Because what ends up happening, pride's like a cancer that metastasizes through That's the entire right. team. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is it creeps off onto others and mm-hmm. then they get bent out of shape because so-and-so's out of shape. And then before you know it, there's cliques and then right. there's divisions. Right. And the Bible says where there's division, there's every evil work. Right. Every evil work. Mm-mm. So so think about that. Yeah. That when the enemy can put one little division in your team, he can also put every evil work into your team. That's crazy. And stuff. So it's it's very crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the things that we just kind of touched on, but is number three, mm-hmm. by the way, third practical tip to boldly lead others where you've never been. Yeah. Work to be overprepared. Yes. You were just talking about that you did that. I did. Nonstop listening to mm-hmm. music. Nonstop um and, and how much time would you, I mean, walk us through a day. So even if I was uh, sick of hearing a song, I'd play it again, and I'd play it again, and I'd play it again. There was pretty much nothing outside of the musical set that I would listen to until I knew that I had it. Wow. And even when I knew I had it, I was still going to listen to it again. Back. Absolutely. So you actually cut out other stuff just to stay on the set songs. Absolutely. Yes. You weren't just listening to music for fun. I still do that today. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty dedicated. Mm-hmm. So you're cutting out any other music yeah. to focus on what you're working on. Yep. Even if it's like just fun stuff to listen to in the house or uh, another worship you know, album that I love, I would omit that from my day or my week. Just so you're not pulled away from what you're trying yeah. to... Because if I'm if I'm spending time on that, then I'm I'm not giving any time to th- that particular amount of time I could be giving towards practicing, yeah. you know? Totally. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we talked about before, I think this is a big one. So much technology is available today to people um, to help you be a better leader. One of the things I would suggest um, is something that that I did. Even if you're a singer that does not play any instruments, if you use, for example, if your church is using stems mm-hmm. uh, to do backing tracks with your band, and you know what, even if you're not, you can go to somewhere like multitracks.com. And you can, or, or, you know, there's many websites that do this, and download the chord charts to the songs you're learning. Mm-hmm. And even though you are not a musician, you can learn the proper names of the chords that are supposed to go there, yeah. that the band's supposed to be playing, so that if you hear something wrong, as we talked about developing your ear, if you hear something that's off from, from a, ba- a musician, you can say, no, no, you're playing the wrong thing. That chord's supposed to be F major seven. Mm-hmm. You may not even know how to play an F major seven in any instrument, mm-hmm. on any instrument. But if you can hear it, that it's wrong, you can give them at least the right name of what a song is. And if your guitar player says to you, I don't know how to play an F major seven, mm-hmm. go to Barnes and Noble and buy a chord dictionary yeah. for a guitar player or mm-hmm. a keyboard player and show them. I mean, there's there's pictures. If you've never seen a chord dictionary, it's, it's a literal... Uh, not only a dictionary of what the chords are, but it'll show uh, how it's played on a keyboard in every inversion, how it's played on a guitar. It'll show a hand gripping the chord. So you can learn those things. It's very There's apps that do that now, yeah. literally yeah. apps. Um, and I would encourage every person that if you're on one side or the other, learn the other side enough to even lead and be over prepared for it. Yeah. You know, coming in knowing, you know, this is what the chord chart says. I can't play a, a C sharp seven, but 
that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So find C sharp seven and play that. Right. Um, and and I think that's massive. You know, is teaching yourself. Learn number charts. Learn chord charts. You know, learn what the chords are and what they're called, and be able to to direct them in that way. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. You agree? Yeah, definitely. Are you coming against me with stank eye? <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Oh God! You're a killer at this next one. You are. You're. You're very well, good. Thanks. Constant encouragement. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's a big deal. Um, we talked about how humility builds trust. Mm-hmm. Encouragement builds rapport. Yeah. With your team. Right. You've done that. Oh yeah, that's where I live. I you live, do. In I fact, you in did that. a whole series on that. I did. We talked about. We were at worship summit, and you mm-hmm. talked about. Uh, one of the things I love that you brought out, I never really thought of it, although I practiced it. Sound man's part of the yeah. part of the band. Yes, sound man's part of the band. He's not someone God placed in your life as a punching bag. Right. Oh, such a big deal. Yes. He's not someone to be abused mm-hmm. by the team, as he is in many churches. Right. Um. He he's part of the band. If yes. he's not working in his gift where it should be, mm-hmm. you're going to suffer. That's right. Um. So. Even encouraging him, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not a sound man. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I am an encourager. I... But it's funny how many people think they are sound. Men. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. Is interject before you jump on this. Mm-hmm. We had. Um, do you remember that guy? I don't know if you met him, but anyway, Devin. If you're listening, Devin, you're you're awesome. He did all the sound for our Festival of Life uh, Crusades with my cousin Jonathan. He's he's done stuff uh, at other Crusades we've done, and. Um, you know, there's you. You would be surprised how many people stop by the sound booth and say, um, "I hear something wrong. Is the of sounds course. too harsh? It's too loud? It's yes, too soft?" Blah yes. blah blah. And some people think they really know mm-hmm. what's going on, and they'll come up and give advice to the sound man. So he always has an assistant working with him, Devin, in okay. the sound booth, uh-huh. and they have it set up to where. Um, because it's a digital system, yes, you can work on an iPad mm-hmm. from anywhere in the sanctuary right. and change things on the right. iPad. And uh, he always has his assistant next to him, and somebody will come up and be like, uh, "Excuse me, I, I think that uh, there's too much of um, 1K in this room, and it's bouncing off the walls." Yeah, and he'll just without he'll let them finish their whole thing, and then he'll he'll point to his assistant and be like, "That's what he's working on." <laughs> it's like, doesn't matter what it is, Leave he's working on that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, really great. That's what he's working on. Um, but it's it's everyone thinks they're a sound man. Yeah, you know everybody can do it better. There's a lot of armchair praise and worship leaders too. Right, that's right. How did you incorporate a lot of encouragement? You but you actually, I'll tell you what you did. Mm. You built a culture of encouragement. Yeah, because everybody on your team, they're great. Oh my goodness, they are wonderful. Encouragement is is a, it's like a vitamin, it's for good. your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can say one good thing to someone that encourages them, and you just gave them fuel. To keep it moving, to scripture, keep going. Scripture to back up that. Mm-hmm. It's a vitamin. Mary Hart does good like a medicine. Yeah. But a broken spirit dries up the dries bones. Dries up the bones. That's where you're going. Mm-hmm. It's it's true, though. Like, it's amazing Yes. how how little people get verbal encouragement. Right. At home, at yes, school. Yes, it's very true. You know, with their family. Right. Very few people are complimentary. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised at that. Yeah. I don't know why, if people are too self-centered or what it is, but... I just think there's a culture of hate, man. People just hate on you for any particular reason. But when you give that encouraging word, it's like... It's a shifter. So I'll, I'll tell you a quick story, bro. Um, uh, I have two sons, you know that. Mm-hmm. My big boy, Emery, he started doing basketball this uh, this season. And uh, right now, they're just kind of conditioning and doing that kind of thing. And he was running on Tuesday. And so me and my husband, my love, Reese Jackson, we went to go watch the, the practice. And um, now I'm a little crazy because, you you know, I incorporate my workout with his basketball. That's my mm-hmm. mentality. Although I've never <laughs> played basketball a day in my life. Right. I know nothing about it. This will all make sense when you hear the end. <laughs> um, uh, he was running. And all I did is I stood up on the bleachers. I didn't yell. I threw my fist up in the air and gave him a thumbs up and he smiled. And then I turned around and looked, uh, let's see, I, I, I looked forward because he was behind me and I turned around again and he put a little pep in his step after I gave him that, that, that fist in the air and that thumbs up and I, and I noticed something. From one, I didn't say a word, I just gave him that little bit of encouragement that right. he was able to see and it gave him a little pep in his step. And I'm telling you, he's one of the smallest cats on the team. He's in the sixth grade and he's going to be playing with some eighth graders that are probably as big as you. Wow. These kids are probably around six foot and some change. 
and they're not skinny either. They're well, like they got some girth. Wow. <laughs> so, See, I don't if you caught that, guys. Every, Sister Jenny up. just don't released that. the podcast that I have girth. <laughs> I'm a massive person. I want you to know where she's going with this. I, it was no. an underhanded compliment. You know what? No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna need you to <laughs> get it together. <laughs> well, it's you know. If it, imagine if it hadn't been me that Josh hugged and somebody that didn't have girth. In two. That's that's a that's burial. In two. Goodbye. Done. Yeah. But uh, my boy, I was just so. That's uh, amazing that he has that yes. kind of skill that he's playing with the eighth graders. Well, yeah, it's his. It's he's now in the sixth grade, so he that's his team. He's in middle school now, so. So they they make them all play together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. It's like when I was coming up, there was a sixth grade team, seventh grade team, eighth grade. Oh team. no, we don't have it like that. Really? Mm-mm. That's crazy. Yeah. So he's good enough to play with those he's, guys. That means he's got some skills. He's doing pretty good. I was watching him. And, and what was cool about it is that he was um, in this run. He he was it was you could tell he was tired, but he was keeping up with the big boys. Mm-hmm. And like I told you, I gave him that one fist and that thumbs yeah. up, and he he pepped up a little bit, and um and got even closer to the boys that were running in front of him. Wow. I, I mean, encouragement. Listen, man, encouragement is a humongous thing with your team. Builds momentum. Most definitely. Like I said, I don't know how to play an instrument, but I can look at my keyboard player and say, bro, you got this in you. You can do this. Mm-hmm. I heard you do this, or or I, I I caught that when you did that particular you know run on the piano. That was amazing. You did a great job, or my my drummers, or whatever. I am I believe in encouragement. Mm-hmm. It it'll take somebody out of um, a dark place, even, yep. you know, and and continue to to help them push forward to being even greater. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, Proverbs has so much to say about that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one passage says, who can bear a crushed spirit? Mm-hmm. Who can bear a crushed spirit? Right. Nobody can. Is right. what the, it's a rhetorical question, obviously. Right. It's something that, you know, nobody can handle. Right. You know, it takes people completely out. You know, the 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 Lord had to even take prophets out of depression, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the Old Testament. Right. So, you know, keeping people's spirits high. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a great little t- uh, thing about that is that during World War II, mm-hmm. we see this all the time. It's still used. Mm-hmm. They just change the words, but it's on everything with the little crown mm-hmm. and it'll say, keep calm and eat chocolate yes. or keep calm and work out or whatever. Yes. The original phrase was keep calm and carry on. Yes. It was, it was a phrase developed by a marketing team during World War II in England mm. because they would have these night raids and bombs. And so, you know, they would have blackouts. Uh They would do that on purpose so that the people flying the planes couldn't see where the lights were to drop their bombs on, on the English. Uh So they'd have blackouts and all this. So anyway, to build rapport and to build Mm -hmm. the spirits of the British people, Uh they developed this keep, there was actually multiple phrases. They had like three or four or five Mm -hmm. different marketing campaigns to build the spirits of the British during the war. Mm -hmm. But one of them was keep calm and carry Carry on. on. I like that. You know, keep, keep doing what you're supposed to be doing and don't worry about what's going on around you. And it was an encouragement from the British government, right? You know, where it's like we're on the verge of like domination by the, you know, by this, this, this German army. But, that encouragement, mm-hmm. you know, the strength of the spirits of the British people during the time of, of the Second World War mm-hmm. was completely encouraged by one simple phrase yeah. from their government. Yeah. You know, they rallied around it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And imagine like what one word of encouragement can do for a team. They'll rally around one yes. encouragement. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You go back to, you know, even fictional things like, you know, you look at the movie Braveheart, one yeah. one speech to an army. Right. You know, riding up and down. I know it was based on a true story, but riding up and down with one speech, mm-hmm. how it changes somebody from being a coward who doesn't even want to fight, fight in the war right. to being like a kamikaze style soldier, like I'll die for this. Right. You know, one, one speech. Mm-hmm. So imagine like what your encouragement does for your team it can turn them from like being disinterested and even being there right. to being your most passionate worshiper on, the, right. on the team. So true. And um, so I, it, it, you can't say enough about encouragement. Mm-hmm. You, you just can't. I mean, it's, um, it has to be done. If you're not doing that in some form or fashion, yeah. take practical steps. Remember, if you have to do something to remind yourself, if, if halfway through your, <laughs> I mean, set a reminder. If your practice is at seven, mm-hmm. put a reminder. On your phone for seven thirty to buzz, say yeah. encourage your team. Yeah, that's good. You know, whatever you got to do, but make sure it's make happening. Make it happen, yeah. Because then, it, like you have, it'll mm-hmm. build. A, it'll build 
a, a, a culture of encouragement. Right. All your people are encouraging. Mm-hmm. You know, they all they seem are. upbeat to me. They are. When I when I talk to them. You know, I, I think it, it, it matters when you say it in the moment as mm-hmm. well. And and that's another way of remembering. Don't don't say that you're gonna tell them after that song is done. No. Or or when, you know, rehearsal is finished, man. No. Tell them right in that moment. I'm telling you, I've even had situations like you look at some of my players, like John Grimsley on the bass, mm-hmm. Tim Adams, whatever. If if I throw it to him and he's crushing a yes. bass solo, I'll come off my keyboard yes. and go over to him and like hit him in hit the him. arm or something. You know what I mean? Like I I, I can't stand it. I yes. can't even stand to stay behind my keyboard because like, dude, you're crushing it right now. Yes. And um, you know, that's encouraging. I mean, it puts everybody up on the next level. It it's does. like, dude, we're gonna go harder. Yes. Um. And, and and that's don't underestimate the power of encouragement. Amen. I mean, it's God gave it to us. The Holy Spirit, by the way, mm-hmm. God sent us an encourager. Yes, He did. You know, yes, God knew the power of encouragement and said He's going to be uh, the Paraclete, the one who comes alongside you to help and to encourage you. Yes, that takes us to number five, which is the fact that the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. Yes, so. You know, don't ever say that you can't learn something, can't do something. I've actually rebuked people that even talking to me in private conversations, you know, I was I was with this guy one time and uh, I had been asked to come. This was early, early on in my, I mean, like at the very, very beginning of mm-hmm. my traveling. And this guy just invited me over to do a uh, youth conference. And um, so me being a guy that likes to have everything on the money, mm-hmm. I put all my notes together for the message I was going to preach at the youth conference and then put it in like a full graphic postcard that I designed in Photoshop, printed it out and had like, you know, 400 copies Mm -hmm. to hand out to every student so they could follow along with my message. Well, he says to me like, man, I just wish I had the skills you had, you Mm -hmm. know, to use these programs on the computer and I'm just not a computer guy and I just don't know how to do. And I cut him off. I was like, hold on. Aren't you filled with the Holy Ghost? Yeah. And he's like confused. And I was like, yeah. I was like, because the Bible says he teaches you all things. I said, so stop telling me that you can't do something Mm -hmm. when you have, the Bible says, not only do you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, who is your eternal teacher, but the Bible says, Paul taught the Corinthians, we have the mind of Christ. Yes. So you're telling me that you have received the mind of Christ that is unable to learn computers? Mm -hmm. What do you think? The Holy Ghost doesn't know how to work a smartphone? Got him. He he (laughs) doesn't know how to work a computer? Yeah. So- you have to have this mentality. I have the divine presence of God living in my body, yeah. in my mind. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is my teacher. He teaches me all yes. things. And there's nothing I can't... Literally, I promise you, my testimony is this. Anything I've ever learned to do in life, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit taught me. Right. I never took classes for Photoshop. I never took classes for graphic design, web design. Mm-hmm. Never took classes for music. Any of those things. It was the Holy Spirit teaching me. Yes. And to this day, everything that I've that I've been taught, the Holy Spirit, and what and here's truly how I believe that it happened. It's not like I sat down at the keyboard. I dealt with this in the development um, myth a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't just sit down at the keyboard and say, "Oh my goodness, now that I'm anointed, I'm playing. I have no mm-hmm. idea what I'm playing." Mm-hmm. No, He anointed my mind to retain knowledge. Right. That's cool. I believe that. Mm-hmm. He anoints our minds to retain knowledge. And then what ends up happening is you still have to obey the word. Study to show yourself approved. Approved, Right. So just because you're anointed Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you don't have to study or work or develop. Mm -hmm. Talk about that. Right. So, I mean, with all of the the years that I've been at this, um, I can truly say that the Holy Spirit is my teacher as well. I have never had a vocal lesson ever in my life. Um, again, no music ability as far as uh, playing the in- an instrument. Um, but the Holy Ghost is so incredible and blows my mind at every moment because there's times that I'll be able to hear something that I never knew I had the ability to hear. And it's simply because I've allowed myself to be open to what the Holy Spirit is telling me. There's an unction, if you will, of the Holy Spirit that will allow you to... Um, You'll know when something is right or when something is wrong. Um, so that's that's been my whole life of just learning yeah. is all by what the Holy Spirit has shown me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast, that's that's your story. You know, you're in a place where you feel like you're not qualified to lead your team. You feel insecure. You feel like you don't have the resources or you don't have the previous training to step up and be who you need to be. Remember that the Holy Spirit is your teacher. Mm-hmm. He puts you in the position you're in. He's got a purpose for you to be there and to succeed in what you're doing. 
He doesn't want you to ever fail. He wants you to increase and succeed. And uh, these will help you. So number one, develop your ear as much as possible. Number two, lead from humility. Number three, work to be over-prepared. I dealt with this, by the way, in um, the, the podcast was on a worship Wednesday. It was called The Number One Myth That Destroys Worship. And I dealt with the development myth. Remember we did that at Worship mm-hmm. Summit? Yes. How just because we're Pentecostal doesn't mean we don't have to have things prepared. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we do flow. Yes. But we are prepared. Prepared, for sure. The best phrase I ever heard in Bible school was, prepare like there's no Holy Ghost mm-hmm. and do it like there's nothing but Holy yeah, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, so work to be overprepared. Number four, constant encouragement of your teams. And finally, rely on the Holy Spirit. Spend time, yes. you know, praying. Spend time throughout your year sometimes fasting, getting into the presence of God, saying, mm-hmm. Lord, show me. I want to be I want to be at another level of excellence um, with that. But before we go, I want Miss Jenny to pray for all of you that are that are listening to the podcast. I want your spirit to be encouraged, knowing that although you might feel at this moment like you don't have what it takes, mm-hmm. you do have the power of God dwelling on the inside of you to be a success yes. in what he's purposed you to do in your life and in your ministry. Mm -hmm. And so I want her to pray for every one of you that are listening, that God would give you a new boldness and a new strength to accomplish your purpose Mm -hmm. in the kingdom before Jesus comes back. Yeah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Lord God, we give you glory and honor and praise for just being who you are. Before I even ask you for anything, God, I lift you up and I thank you. Magnify your name, Jesus. You are so good to us. You're so faithful and so just and so incredible, God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for who you are. And Lord, I take this moment to lift up my my people out there. God, you've given them um, a great gift. There's a call on their life, Father. You've chosen them to do great things. And Lord God, you've already equipped them. If you called them, you've equipped them. So I thank you, Father, for what you've placed inside of every single person that's listening to this. God, I'm just declaring right now that they would be filled with your grace, the empowering presence of the Most High God to do exactly what you've called them to do, to be exactly who you've called them to be. Father, I pray for a, a, a round of boldness, Lord God, to rise up on the inside of them, Father, that they'd be able to do things that they had no idea they could were able to do simply because of your Holy Spirit that now floods their mind, their spirit, their soul. God, take them to a new place in you. Show them amazing things that they knew not of, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm thanking you that from this podcast, people will minister the way they never have before. And God, you would get all of the glory, all of the honor, and all the praise. Father, once again, we thank you and bless you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We love you guys so much. And listen, don't forget iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever music is sold. Amazon Prime Music too, probably. Yes. Get there. Mm -hmm. Conquerors by Jenya. The EP, you don't want to miss this. Do not stream it. Buy it. Do not stream it. Buy it. You say, well, I already paid for a streaming service. You know what? God's your provider. Amen. (laughs) You can afford that latte. You can afford Conquerors. Ah. You need to get it because it is a massive blessing um, and it will it will stir your spirit. That first song is, I'm telling you, it starts with a bang Yes, and I love it. Um, you know what my favorite uh, song on there of the worship is the, what's the fourth track called? Worthy? Yeah, how does or it? Firefall. No, w- Worthy. Worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's my jam. Yeah. I love that. That's you guys are going to love it, love it, love it. Don't forget to check out southeastworship.com for upcoming mm-hmm. worship summit information. We want you there. I love you until Monday. Don't forget, goodness and mercy are following you for the rest of your life. We would love for you to join us in a live service. To find out when Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. will be near you, please visit our website at www.miracleword.com. Thank you.